Now, I want to uh, explain what happens here to our confirmation candidates. And I just want to, uh, before I get to that, I want to say that sometimes we hear that people don't like coming to Mass because it is boring. Maybe it's not exciting. Now, what can be boring is our sermons can sometimes be boring. Sometimes the music, maybe, can be boring. Sometimes, not too often, but sometimes. Um, sometimes the community's activation in singing and joining in can be kind of boring, not very responsive. But one thing that is never boring is what happens here and happens at the, uh, the, where the scriptures are proclaimed and where Christ uh, has chosen to reveal his continued presence among us. And that is why the altar and the lectern, especially the altar, is the most important piece of furniture in a church when Mass is being celebrated. This becomes the exact, the, the, the exact revelation of Christ's current and living presence now among us. It's not a memorial of something in the past. It is a happening alive and active in real time as we celebrate the Eucharist. So what I want to say to you is you don't judge what happens here. It judges you. And if you are getting nothing out of it, the problem is you, and it is not here. And the very first thing that you will find when we get to the altar to begin the consecration is the word giving thanks. And that's what the word Eucharist means. It means giving thanks. So if you're not practicing gratitude in your life, first of all, you are never going to be happy because without gratitude, you can't be happy. And every parent, grandparent, wants their children to be happy. All of our candidates, every human being wants to be happy. If you're not practicing what is happening here, you will never be happy. So I might well, if you're not practicing gratitude, I might as well be speaking in Gaelic or Zulu. It'll not get to you at all. So before you come to the Mass, you have to make what the Mass is about, giving thanks to God. And that is what Jesus is all about. So what he does, he takes the bread, he takes the wine, he gives thanks to God. The loaf of bread is, is, is his embodied life, which is a gift from the Father. Even before he was to go undergo his passion and death, he still took the bread, and knowing this is happening, he's in, I give thanks to you, Lord of heaven and of earth. I give thanks to you, I give thanks to you. He's constantly grateful for the gifts that God has given to him. This act of gratitude opens him completely to the Father's love that flows in him. And filled with the Father's love, he breaks the bread and gives. What he's received from God, he now, the bread embodies him. And he breaks that and gives. Um, what is received as a gift is meant to be given away as a gift. It's never just for holding on to. He receives it, it becomes him, and he gives it as a gift to other people. So what is really happening is 
Jesus is giving himself to his disciples, his embodied life. And we unite our sacrifice with his sacrifice. Sacrifice is giving of ourselves for the good of the other. So everybody here makes a sacrifice daily in their lives. How many of you parents, you sacrifice yourselves greatly for your children? You give of yourself for their good. Sometimes our candidates for confirmation have to stand up and say to somebody uh, that they're being bullied, that they stand up for the person being bullied. And if they do stand up, they're going to suffer. When you come here, you're uniting your sacrifice with the sacrifice of Jesus for the establishment of God's kingdom, for the good of the world. Some people have a spouse that, is, that are, are sick. Somebody has a child who has cancer. Somebody has a serious operation. So many people, maybe somebody, uh, so many things that people are constantly, daily, sacrificing themselves for the good of the other. And that's what this is all about. We're joining with Jesus' sacrifice in offering up a sacrifice of praise to God. So that's so important. So Jesus is no longer physically in the flesh among us, but he is still among us. Those who receive him into themselves, even though he is no longer with them in the flesh, he still is part of them, and he is giving of himself so that we will be strong enough to follow in his footsteps. This is a form of self-giving, a way of entering into and sustaining the lives of those who receive him. The action of Jesus is self-giving, is motivated by what God, his loving Father, has given to him. So remember, sacrifice is self-giving for the good of the other. We all do it on a daily basis. We have to be sustained in that by what is happening here, uniting ourselves with the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. It is not a memorial of the past. It is how Jesus has chosen to reveal himself right now at this time and place among all of us who are gathered here now. So it is very intimate and it is very personal. So once again, I come back to the meaning of the word Eucharist, which is gratitude. And if we don't make gratitude a way of life. Two things, we will never be happy. And secondly, and most importantly, we will never get the true meaning of the mystery of the body and blood of Jesus Christ that we celebrate every time we celebrate the Eucharist. What is happening here is alive and active, and it is central to our lives. If we make it central to our lives, we will have joy and peace and hope in our lives.